Well, hey, hey there, Chunkies. It's Carter here, the guy that you're normally hearing on your Mondays and Tuesdays, but uh, you're going to hear a different voice on this one. You're going to wish you saw the face of this voice, but this was one of our uh, original members. This was David. Uh, David left the podcast because David had a baby and those kind of things happened. But here's the twist. That baby is me. So enjoy this wonderful podcast with Jordan, Doge, and my dad. And uh, I hope it's super. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, thanks for listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. If you want to be the first to know when we drop new episodes, subscribe to us on the iTunes Store. Here's the show <laughs> Chunk Nuts Roasting on an Open Hunk. <laughs> chunk Frost Nipping at Your Hunk. Oh, this is worse. <laughs> chunk Tied Carols Being Sung by the Hunk. Sing them. No, no, no. Pause. Sing the Chunk Tied Carols. We'll finally find your sleep to me. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk, our movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. I'm Jordan Wonders, and this week and this week only, I am your chunk. I'm Doge, and I am Chunksty the Chunk Man. (laughs) My name is David Bleason. I'm Hunkleberry Finn tonight. (laughs) If you guys are listening and not watching... (laughs) David just flipped the little fluff ball on the end of his Santa hat over the other side of his head. Which, can we talk about the fact that in the Santa Claus movie, he has the biggest hat I've ever seen. It goes down to like his waist. I love that hat. I think it's cool. (laughs) It's great. It's really cool. It is huge. My head is so big that I still think it would only come to like my neck. (laughs) (laughs) We've needed to talk to you about that. It looks kind of gross. I just have the biggest (laughs) head. I need to see a doctor and get some of my head let out. (laughs) If you're, if there's a head doctor out there, if you could go ahead and just give me a call at, uh, beep. <laughs> that was us sending okay. my phone number. S- coming this fall to ABC, Doc Noggins, <laughs> the head doctor. Doc Noggins, the head, the head doctor. The head doctor. He's oh, the head of a hospital. Oh, shoot. The head of, the head of a head hospital. It's just called head doctor. That's head the doctor. name of the show. Head doctor. Head doctor. Yep. Dr. Ted Noggins. Starring George Clooney. Ted Noggins. Doc Noggins. Doc Noggins. Starring, jo- yeah, starring George, George Clooney. Clooney for absolutely. sure it's George Clooney. And every time you see George Clooney, it's just like, okay. All right. So. Doc Noggins. Never leave home without it. It's well. It's credit card. We are talking about what movie? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. This week, we are talking about. If you're still about, watching somehow. We are talking about the Christmas classic, The, the Santa, Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. <laughs> and uh, I think there's no better way to start us off than to kick it over to your friend and mine, Dosh. With a synopsis. That surprises me every week. I never know you're going to do it. Uh, the Santa Claus 3 picks up <gasps> right where we, we left, left off. off. With um, Perry White. Yes, yeah, still no Perry White. If you Perry tune, Watch. If you tune into this 
this uh, podcast hoping to hear about the Yuletide exploits of one Mr. Lawrence Fishburne. Sorry. Brother yeah. Larry's nowhere to be found. Lawrence. Um, <laughs> Santa Claus 3 <laughs> opens with Carol, the new Mrs. Claus, mm. um, whose name is Carol. We didn't touch on that pun last week. Yeah, we what? never Her name is Carol, it. as in Krista Mess Carol. Stupid, stupid, stupid. She is... A pick a Christmas Carol. Santa? She is a teacher at an elf school. Um, and she's kind of a bad teacher because she doesn't control her class very well. I have a major problem with the elf school, but hey, we'll, t- we'll, we'll get, get there. to it. Just buckle, get it there. buckle in, enjoy this bumpy ride, and yeah, then we'll go back I and guess. look at all the pop and plot holes. Um, she is a teacher at an elf school, yeah. um, and the elf, she's starting telling a story to the elves, and she says, I fell in love with Santa Claus, and then the most magical thing happened. <laughs> yeah, we have a flashback. It's a flashback noise. Um, Clearly. And <laughs> Santa and Mrs. Claus are having a little bit of marital strife. Mm. She's mm. worried that she's going to deliver her baby on Christmas Eve. Who's not? Am I right? Who's not worried about that? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the baby who is not Christmas Eve. The baby's like, not Christmas Eve. Definitely not, because one is a day and one is a baby. Yeah, yeah, she's no. worried that oh, she's going to be delivering whilst he's delivering. Ten stars for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she's worried about that. And Santa keeps saying, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then she says she wants to be around tall people, uh, <laughs> not elves. And so Santa's like, I'm going to bring my in-laws up here, except they don't know I'm Santa. And they can't know. And they can't know I'm Santa Mm. because reasons. Mm -hmm. And then Santa... The the reason given is literally, well, they don't keep secrets good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the end of the movie, that's abandoned. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, And so Santa also (laughs) accidentally brings his ex-wife, her husband, and their daughter to the North Pole to hang out with his in-laws. My Meaning boy, that we get another wonderful portrayal of Neil Miller by the incomparable Judge Reinhold. Well, when you say another wonderful, Neil gets progressively less good every movie, and yes. he's my favorite character in the movies. Really? Yeah. Okay. I love Neil, but okay. he, but in this one, he's garbage. So, as if that family drama wasn't enough. <laughs> Enter Jack Frost. Ugh. He's icy. He's blue. He's neglected. He wants his own holiday. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, frost giving frost giving <laughs> the frost of july i thought that was really funny <laughs> yeah. um, i thought it was funny too he's I, like I'm, I'm, I'm open those are just those are just i hate how his whole plot is basically just hey dog just like give him a day yeah like, all real. you have to do is be like hey december 1st it's frost day and we celebrate yep. the beginning of winter super easy so yeah jack frost wants a holiday they won't give him one uh and so he comes up with a plan to steal Santa's snow globe and activate the escape clause whereby Santa holds on to his own personal snow globe and says snow the phrase snow globe and says the phrase I wish I'd never been Santa at all at uh, what at all at, and so at all they're whisked back in time and we get kind of a weird little look at what the world would be like if instead of Tim Allen Jack Frost was Santa Claus yeah. he turns the North Pole into a theme park mm. um, he monetizes Christmas um, and it seems to be a bit of a social commentary that doesn't quite land. Yeah. Uh, and so then predictably Santa Claus is able, Tim Allen, Santa Claus, not Jack Frost, Santa Claus, Tim Allen, Scott Calvin is able to thwart Jack Frost's plan, become Santa once again, 
deliver his baby buddy is born no. santa doesn't deliver all oh, the worst name for a baby if you're watching this and your name is buddy i'm so sorry are your parents mr and mrs claus <laughs> the child obgyn is the one who delivers which is oh, that's uncomfortable. Right. yeah i'm not i'm not really okay with that um and then lucy through the power of her magic hugs thaws out jack frost Boo! and her parents and jack frost once thawed is just regular Martin just Short. Just becomes average Martin just Short. regular everyday Monday through Friday Martin Short. Oh my God. And he's so sweet and I loved it. No. Yes. Just um, like this movie. And then the movie ends on a freeze frame of Buddy the Claws. Which <laughs> was it awful. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, the movie ends on a freeze frame. Oh, I thought they were going to make him wink. That's how, yeah, that's yeah. how <laughs> cliche it was. Yeah, yeah. So that's the Santa Claus 3. Yep. And I thought he was going to be like, <laughs> Santa Claus 3 and I'm very sorry but you had to listen to me talk about this slash I'm sorry maybe watch we it we had to watch it yeah it was not good so we start this movie like we said with Carol who's now embraced Mrs. Claus she's in the classroom mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like we don't want to hear about all these <laughs> glass <laughs> objects every time? <laughs> no, because they're from New Jersey it. never from- change it I love it <laughs> like we went tired of hearing all these stuff <laughs> 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 Switched to like a Tennessee for a second. <laughs> we tired of hearing all this. I don't know what that was. So they're they're saying we're tired of all this basic elementary Christmas teaching. Teach us what we want to know, which is about which, the story. You know, every teacher is like, "Yeah, I'll just teach you the stuff you want to know." Why can't about. we learn what <laughs> yeah. we want to learn? So okay. I I have a couple things about this opening scene Talk right about off the bat. It. Number one, Carol doesn't look like she did at the end of Santa Claus two, and it frustrates me. Dump. Number two. The little girl that plays the elf is the younger sister of the guy that plays Curtis the elf. Her name is Abigail Breslin, and yep. she went on to do a lot of things. Curtis didn't wonder why. Because she got the acting gene. And he yep. clearly didn't. <laughs> he did not. But number three, and this is one of my bigger dumps for this movie, they set it up as though there's some importance to the flashback scene, but I honestly forgot that it was a flashback until the very end. Like, the there was no point. Yeah, the whole, the whole movie's a flashback, yeah, and yeah. It, it, it honestly doesn't make any sense. Well, it's just, you know why? It's so they can end with the baby, and he's not, like, they wanted to end with that screen, through that freeze frame of the baby, and if they had not structured it as a flashback, they would have had to carry the movie through Christmas and have Santa come back, and it be like, like, because this baby's like probably a couple of months old. Yeah. So this is like, we'll say March or April. Well, but I love that, that that puts the whole concept of the movie because the baby is still so young. She is telling this story to a bunch of elves that lived through yeah, this they happening. Were there, <laughs> yeah, that's they were a good there point. because that baby is maybe two months old. Yeah, like they you were said. working. In the to- they were like they remember when Jack Frost took over it the North just, Pole. Ha- it just happened. Yeah, it just Jack Frost is probably still there. Looking like, like tell us the story about a month ago. Like it would literally be like if you guys were like, hey, will you guys tell me or will you tell me a story? And I was like, yeah. So uh, today we started this podcast off by singing a uh, Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, like. Well, and here's the thing that also didn't make sense to me was the first flashback was her saying, oh, I'm going to have the baby. I'm going. And they're rushing her in to deliver the baby. And then she's like, oh, it's a false alarm. But then at the end of the movie, they replay that scene in like fast forward. And it's the same exact scene. Yeah, it is. The, they're using the exact same footage. But right. <clears throat> in the logic of that scene, that was a false alarm. Like they no, didn't it do it. They didn't give us a it new was. rush. Well, I think here's, we're supposed to assume that the, the her. So the movie is bookended by scenes in the classroom. Yeah. The movie is. Double bookended. Double bookended by one false alarm and one actual delivery. One real alarm. But, but they just they just use they the, the same, same footage. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. here's here's the other thing. There's so many like logical problems with this movie that don't even have anything to do with suspension of disbelief. Like <laughs> yeah. where it's beyond to the point of like I can get past it because it's a Santa movie. Like so many things where it's like you didn't even you didn't even try. There yeah. is, and one was, of them is 
you knew this baby was coming. Why are you still working on the delivery room? Yep. Well, yep. And, and the other thing is, we've talked about this in Santa Claus 2. They can't decide if these elves <laughs> are children or if they're 500 years old. Seriously. Because yes, yes, yes. we're watching this classroom and we're like, oh, these are like the new elves they're that kids. have to be taught. But they look the same. They look the same as these 700-year-old elves. So it's yeah. either child elves look the same as adult elves or this 35-year-old woman is teaching 700-year-old people things. And we have to assume then in that logic that the elves, although live 700 years, they never grow out of their 10-year-old brains. Which means that the OBGYN is a 10-year-old. <laughs> yes. yes. And here's the other thing. We know that's not true because Bernard was old. Yeah. And here's another thing. <laughs> I think my new headcanon for this is that the only reason they're in that classroom, like I think they're getting paid to sit there and make Carol think that she has a purpose. <laughs> I think that they're probably all like, great. can you teach us something? And then they leave and they're like, oh my gosh, class was terrible today. <laughs> She's like, she did that wrong. Did you guys catch that? <laughs> I'm remember? like so good at math. I've been alive for 700 years. You guys years. remember back during the Renaissance when we learned that for the first time? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Carol has no idea. <laughs> okay, well, and let's fast forward because after we go from there, we find that Curtis has become elf number one. Okay. He's taken Bernard's job. I know can you I, want to dump right away. I, I do. Can I tell you why he has Bernard's job? Tell do me. Do you want to have the honors? No, please. Curtis, um, he in he <laughs> he murdered Bernard. Yeah, yeah, Curtis is a murderer. Yeah, he murdered. He killed that, Bernard. That's the, put on his suspenders. That's the only he way. The Zodiac killer of the, the North Bernard Claus. That's the only way he can be number one elf. Because the first thing he was like, "Hey, I'm number one elf now," and I was like, "Who the heck made Curtis number one elf? <laughs> Where did Bernard go?" That's, Bernard's not even there. What happens to not, not even mentioned either. I'm glad you said that because my super dump for this movie is that Bernard is not in this movie. Yeah. Get out of my face with that. Hashtag bring back Bernard. <laughs> but I'm going to say this though. Yep. My super pump for this movie is that Bernard is not in this movie <laughs> because that means David Crumholtz, the actor that plays Bernard, made a really good life decision. <laughs> so if you're keeping score at home, I'm out. Like, yeah. I, I can't, <laughs> you well, can't I, talk anymore. I, That's I, it. I don't know if... If do we know if he was offered the script? Because my he thing was. was he really yeah, he was. Because my thing is, how would they bring him back? Because Curtis is nine hundred years old in Santa Claus too, but he's yeah. aged. He looks different at nine hundred. I, I believe there's five years between Santa Claus two and Santa Claus three. Yeah, two thousand two and two thousand six. Six is four. So it's four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Curtis is aged. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's aged a good amount. Yeah. yeah. He looks like a teenager now. Well, so in the logic of this elf world, he should you be go, like you go 900 years old and you don't age. And then when you hit 904, you hit a growth spurt and you age again. Like well, I, I get that this is the real world and we can't help that that actor is going to age, but I want to be lost in this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, how the heck did Curtis you, age at 905? Really that, would you really have been all that bummed if just Curtis wasn't in this movie no. at all? No. It was a different and elf. Actually, I do want to give a shout out to Spencer Breslin who plays Curtis because we know I, you listen, Spence. <laughs> I think it takes a, a lot of courage to step out into a role this poorly. Uh, and so I want to say thank you for being so courageous to just phone it in for an entire movie. He committed with all his heart. I've never seen somebody go from almost no acting talent to zero acting talent in four years. <laughs> to lose acting talent. That was, I, for such a young, like upstart, like young actor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It yeah, was like, so it was bad. Painful. And part of me wonders if he was just like, I guess I'll do it. But like, I'm like a teenager now. Like this isn't <laughs> cool, man. Like it was so bad. Well, Every scene he was in, he was just like, um, I know stuff. The worst, the worst scene for me, for his acting skill 
if you want to call it that, Mm-mm. is where he like, don't. Jack Black Frost is like, oh, that's so sad that you don't know where the snow globe is. He's like, I'm number one elf. I know things. I know things. <laughs> it was terrible. But again, I want, let's just let's talk about the elf logic so we don't have to talk about it for this movie. Curtis is 900 years old. 904. 904 years old. And Jack Frost baits him by being like, oh, they don't tell you anything. And he's like, "Uh, they tell me all the things. Here they are. You you think he'd be like, I know what you're trying to do. Well, Well, how has Curtis in 900 years never met Jack Frost? I know. Well, like the the movie treats. Do we know? I don't think we know that. He's met him, right? This works perfectly for what what a big dump for my movie is, which is how is nobody in this movie like, hey, by the way, Jack Frost is the one screwing everything up. Yeah. Just go ahead and kick him to the curb. Like, this is typical Jack. He's basically on probation. Like, starting at the beginning of the movie, they're like, get him out of here. And Santa's like, I'll give him a chance. But if he messes this up, he's out. And then he messes it up consistently. And nobody says anything. But instead, Santa was like, let's turn this big old crusty icicle into Martin Short. Well, and I. The, so I hate movies that rely on just like everything going wrong because yeah. they stress me out so much. Yes. Yeah. I'm so the with entire you. entire scene, like the entire series of events, right? When, and we'll, we'll get to the in-laws in just a second, but the entire scene when the in-laws show up and like Jack Frost is screwing with everything, Messing up the North I Pole. was literally just like hair in my hands. Just like, please stop me. Too. I hate this yeah. so much. It was awful. <laughs> I thought I was weird. Like, no, I, I wanted to turn the movie off because I hated Jack Frost so much. And then I thought, okay, do I hate him because he's terribly written and I hate what he's yes. doing and I hate the structure of this movie? Yes. Or did they nail it? And I hate, <laughs> I hate, do a really good I hate job. him so well, much. Like was, I should. To me, it was beyond the point of like, uh-oh, Santa's in trouble. And it was just like, please stop. <laughs> yeah. Like I was so uncomfortable. I was like sweaty. I had to pause the movie. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're with me because I hate movies where everything goes wrong. And I'm just like, yeah, stop. Yeah. Please God, stop. Well, stop, stop. it's so easy. And it was like such an easy fix. It yeah. is, but it also wasn't even played up for comedic effect. Like there were points where it was like, this is dangerous. <laughs> this is awful. And yeah. then, and then on top of that, like, it was it was a mixture between everything going wrong and like Carol's parents being so awful. Yeah, they were horrible. So it was just like everything that went wrong. Her dad was like, "I bet this is your fault, fat boy." And it was like, "Whoa, what?" And I think those kind of things are symptomatic of this again. Like we talked about last week, this movie has completely traded in their audience for. No, I, gr- like I agree. I agree from completely. the first one, and it's now yeah. like the people who are the target audience of the first one. It's now their children who are watching this well, one. And a, a movie about Santa Claus dealing with his in-laws and delivering a baby would have been f- really interesting Jack and Frost funny doesn't on need his to be own. in this no. movie. Yeah. Like the, e- even if the idea was like, he's stressed out about his in-laws and his baby's coming. So he wishes he was never Santa and goes back in time and like has to regain being Santa again. That would be a very interesting concept. I don't even like that. I, that I, time I, I don't love that. the time traveling thing that much, which by the way, I don't know if you remember that this movie was played up as though that was the main plot point. It takes it's, about 15 minutes. It really total. is 15 yeah. minutes. It's about 15 it, minutes of this movie. Yeah, it, and I felt like they set it up for an hour and then Knock Jack Frost finally becomes Santa and you're like, this movie has to end in like 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Question about the logic of that. He becomes Santa. Jack Frost lives an entire 12 years as Santa Claus. But he goes moment, straight to 12 years. But Tim years. Allen is teleported through time to wow. 12 years later. You I, just I can't, stuck the plot hole. The, well, I can't tell if that's the case or if the same thing happened to Jack Frost where he jumped in 12 years. But he has, he that, does line, say, he has that line. Has it He's been like, 12 years already? I've been already. waiting for you. It's been 12 years. Like That would have been a like no place in this movie, but at least an interesting movie to watch of Tim Allen just like, slugging through 12 years yeah. of his life knowing he could have been well, Santa but and like the frustrating thing is like the escape clause is like okay well like if you're ever tired of being Santa but you don't want to die 
you can wish that you weren't saying it anymore. It's like, okay, that that's interesting. Like that's a cool way of like retiring. Nope. It resets everything. Yeah, yeah. So then it's like, you lose all your friends and your family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who yeah. would take that? That's yeah. worse than dying. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. This, And I think that reveals the true darkness underneath these movies <laughs> yeah. of like, here are your two ways out. Ruin your life or die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. just, ter- and Charlie's still like, come Wait, for you, dad. <laughs> hang on. So if somebody retires and says, I wish I was never Santa, they still retain all of the knowledge of right. the North Pole. How is the secret of Santa still kept? The SOS. Let's know. talk about the secret of Santa because What's the importance. They, they, <sighs> the reason they have to cover up that the North Pole is the North Pole by making we it Canada. We haven't talked about the fact that they pretended it was Canada. Yeah, yeah. which which it comes out of nowhere. I'm gonna give that my that's my super pump. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I laughed the hardest when there was when he uh, Carol was in the Christmas tree yeah, forest. Yeah, so I did funny. laugh. It's so just like funny. buy a tree from Canada. Which is where you are right now. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. you're there. I love. I did laugh at that, and I love when they're like they wake up and they're all surrounded by little people, and they almost play on the American stupidity oh, of yeah, like, yeah. have you ever been to Canada? And they're like, God, no, we've never been to Canada. They're like, well, then you don't know that this. Yeah. They could be filled with this little is what people. Canadians and I, like. I love yeah. that the way they convince them that they're Canadians. They're just like, Welcome to Canada. Hey. <laughs> and they're like, my, it sounds, sounds legit. That's very yeah. funny. That's the one thing in this movie I don't have a problem. Yeah, that was I my super funny. Funny. I, I mean, that was I funny. feel like probably actual people from Canada were like, um, <laughs> people, wait, people from where? But, but what did I say? Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada. Uh, yeah, but again, you just demonstrated that Americans do not care enough about Canada. We lived with a Canadian for four years. <laughs> no, Liam, we love this you. Summer on my honeymoon. <laughs> Uh, that's good. You're the first one. Oh, that's funny. Someone said that uh, Canada is like our attic. We forget it's up there, and then we go and we're like, "There's a lot of cool stuff up here. Like, this is great." Uh, I'm a big fan, but like, I'm a big fan of Well, so so the logic of the secret, the SOS, the secret of Santa, Santa is if your in-laws come here and they find out this is North Pole, then we risk everything. But then we fast forward and Jack Frost has completely monetized exactly. and popularized yeah. the North, North Pole. How is that not ruining Christmas? Even more so, at the end of the movie, they're just like, I'll tell them. Yeah. <laughs> it, Who cares? It's just to create a false sense of high stakes. Yeah. Well, and this is another thing. So we know from experience that Santa can get from wherever to the North Pole in like an hour. Yeah. So why doesn't he just take Carol to her parents' house? spend time with her there, let her deliver the baby in a regular hospital and then be like, Hey, I actually have to work tonight, but I'll be back in a little bit. Go <laughs> come back the next morning. And ha- like, cause then there's no movie. I know, yeah, exactly. but yeah. there shouldn't have been, there I shouldn't guess have been a movie. Yeah, is that that bad of an alternative though? <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, it, there's so no let's alternative. Talk about, worse. Let's talk about somebody that we all loved in the last movie. Curtis. Uh, <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> Where Chet. is he? Oh, okay. freaking Chet. <laughs> freaking Chet. They, every movie they bump up the, <laughs> How is it that after four years, Chet is still like... (laughs) The first time we see the reindeer, there are five farts in less than (laughs) one minute. And then later on, there's still enough... He's like, how many beans does he eat? Get out of here. That is a rate of one fart per 10 seconds. (laughs) That is absurd. That is a higher fart count than Shrek. (laughs) That is absurd. But Shrek's good. Shrek is great. But that's part of the humor of Shrek. It's not even part of the Santa Claus thing. Yeah. Well, and so they the fart per minute is reindeer. Reindeer's yeah, fart. These RPMs are ridiculous. And then Santa goes into his house with Laura, Neil, 
and Lucy and, and Charlie and yeah, Charlie. Charlie's in this movie and, and Charlie goes yeah. Charlie says hey dad glad to see you thanks for letting me go spend Christmas with my girlfriend in Colorado so I can snowboard and then Charlie is gone, gone. <laughs> yep. until the last scene Charlie might as well have been like hey dad thanks for not letting me be in this movie I don't want to be in this movie this is a bad movie <laughs> And then, it's not like he had other movies to be in. Yeah, he's never done he's not anything. The only other thing he's ever done is one movie in 1996 and voiced the electric blanket in the Brave Little Toaster. Whoa. <laughs> he didn't Dude. have other things to do. He may have literally been snowboarding with his girlfriend. Also, and I just want to point this out. This has nothing to do with anything, but I noticed it last night. My wife and I are watching through Full House right now. Charlie, the actor who plays Charlie, and the actress that plays Stephanie Tanner on Full House the same face. <laughs> I thought have, you were going to say they're related. No, no, no. no, no. You going to say they're married. No, no, no. They have the same <laughs> face. Not kind of. They have Crossover the confirmed. same face. Crossover confirmed. It is exactly disturbing to look at. <laughs> because yesterday I watched Santa Claus 3 and Full House within hours of each other. Yep. And I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> so then... Uh, get Lucy. Lucy. Let's bring Lu- That's who I was leading to. Yeah. So, yeah. San- so, San- Lucy. so Santa Claus says, Hey, Lucy. She goes, Hey, Uncle Scott. <laughs> and then she gives him a hug and he says, You have the warmest hugs. And they smile at each other. And then keep that in mind, apparently, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That's coming back later. Remember and then that. what is it? Uh, Chekhov's hug. Yeah. <laughs> and then Neil says, You know, Charlie's been in the North Pole, but Lucy hasn't. And you're really building this thing up to have some emotional scars for her whole life, which I thought was Dude, pretty funny it was Neil, because he really want, he wanted to go to the North Pole. Neil was almost my super dump for this movie. <laughs> really? I loved Neil in the Santa Claus one. Yeah. Loved him much less than Santa Claus two. I think he was still great in Santa Claus two. He is an imbecile. In he's the Santa so Claus dumb. Yeah. yeah. And he's not, he's like, I a, know. he like really wants the best for Charlie and Santa Claus. He's one. a yeah. doctor. Well, he, he's, go, he goes from being a psychiatrist to being like a yoga instructor. Like Zen a granola teacher. dude. Yeah. 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 It's so stupid. I did laugh when the Zen music came on in the background. I, like, meow, I meow, rolled meow, my meow. eyes very hard. Like, no, I laughed. Some- I laughed when he was like, when he was like, if you ever get stressed with the presence, just take some time for you. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he's doing he's doing yoga. And when I he was like, that. when he was like, uh, let's let's take a feelings inventory. I laughed at that, but like everything else with the whole like, if I'm Neil, if I'm a full grown man, and Jack Frost is like, is like, you shouldn't have done that. <gasps> I'm punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna like or I'm gonna protect least, my wife and my daughter, and I'm gonna punch him in the face. At least telling Jack Frost to take a feelings inventory. Yeah, at least being like, "Hey, Jack, maybe relax a little bit. Maybe do some yoga. Do down you know that's what psychologists. Yeah, do. apparently. So they end up taking Neil, Laura, and Lucy to the North Pole, and at the same time bringing the in-laws to the North Pole, which is Sandman puts them to sleep. They dream that they went through an airport. Okay, who is I, the, who is I the, do quickly want to pump on the scene where the sleigh flies around and you don't see Laura, Neil, and Lucy. And then as it turns the corner, Neil's eyes are huge in <laughs> yeah. the goggles and he's just smiling like, ah! <laughs> I did laugh I laughed that too. out loud at that. I didn't. Well, uh, <laughs> who plays the father-in-law? I don't remember his oh, name. Oh, 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 oh. No, I know his name. Do you need to take an IMDb break? Yeah. Let's pitch to IMDb. No, I can't remember his Sponsor name. Sponsor of the life. show. IMDb, big fan of the show. If you ever want to look up who plays the father-in-law in a movie, IMDb is a place go to go. Go ahead and check it out. It stands for Internet Movie Chunky Base. <laughs> They're going to tell Santa us. Santa Claus 3D Escape Clause. Let's see. Let's see. We let's should have see, our own let's app. Let's IMCB. Let's see. Let's see. One more scroll. Let's see. Let's see. Alan Arkin. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Alan name. Arkin. Alan Arkin. I, I, I thought that 
no one else could be the father-in-law. He was great. Besides him. Oh, I loved Alan Arkin. Because he did, I he, hated every moment he was on screen. Oh, really? No, he not at all. He was such a jerk. He, he was, was awful. But that's not him as an actor. No, 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 I know. I, you're right. I think him as an actor is the only person that could be say that those grumpy, lines yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and me not just vehemently hate him. No, I, I agree. I was kind of like, I love, And at the end, when he's like, your father, Christmas. I'm, that means I'm... I'm father-in-law Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny. And I don't think anyone could deliver that line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, anyone that. else would be like, boo, okay, but he yeah, does yeah. it. Let me funny. rephrase. He did a great job with what was given to him. Yes. I yeah. hated his character so much because yeah. it was just like, nobody is that mean. Speaking of people who did nobody. a great job with what was given to them, Martin Short was very fun to watch in this movie to me. I know you guys feel differently. I hated Jack Frost, but it is so clear that Martin Short was just like, Oh my gosh, you guys, I get to be in the Santa Claus 3. Disagreed. I think that Martin Short was like, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm going to get a paycheck at the end of this. <laughs> and I think too. that he was just excited for a paycheck. Here's the thing, though. And this is going to be my super pump, and I don't know if it's allowed because it's not technically part of the movie. <laughs> my super pump is the like the first- The Santa Claus 1. Vincent <laughs> D'Onofrio from Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> my super pump is the first like minute and a half of the credits. When it's the bloopers. Yeah, yeah that was movie. pretty funny. That was so funny. I and love bloopers. Tim I think Allen, every oh, movie yeah, should end with bloopers. Tim Allen and Martin Short just like hanging out yeah. was so fun to watch. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting ends and it's just like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> 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 <I'm sorry. laughs> that is true. I think every comedy should end yeah, 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 exactly. with bloopers. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I think that they watched this whole movie. Like I like to imagine at the, at the company screening, they gathered everybody together like, all right, here's what we've been working on. And they played it and everybody was just like, Yikes. Oh no! And like, what if we put bloopers at the end? Maybe people will watch that like, and just only remember that. And to prove that we knew this was ridiculous, we knew as this well. was dumb. We knew this. Look, they're being funny. We told them let, not to be funny. Let me, let me, on let, me let me let me do something the here at the podcast, which I think is a first for me because you just leave. You, you, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. quit on air. I'm out of here. <laughs> you like Green Lantern, and we didn't. Yeah. You like Suicide Squad, and we didn't. Yeah, I feel like I, I haven't had that yet. Okay. So here's David what I'm, don't. Here's what I'm gonna say. David, don't. I don't like Santa Claus 3, but here's the thing I'm going to say. David, don't. I like Santa Claus 3 better than Santa Claus 2. You're wrong. <laughs> David, no. Here's why, though. Here's why. It's this. Because you're an idiot? It's, it's, the, it's the strength and the power. Shut up. <laughs> it is the strength and the power of going into a movie and expecting nothing. <laughs> and watching this movie being like, this movie's going to get me nothing. And me watching it going... <laughs> So stupid. And in Santa Claus 2, I was expecting something like Santa Claus 1. And they destroyed that for me. They got me. Because in this, I think it was a win-win for Disney. Because here's what they said. If Santa Claus 3 sucks, they're like, oh, what were you expecting? You saw Santa Claus 2, right? And if Santa Claus 3 is awesome, they're like, ha, weren't expecting that, were you? And so I was watching this movie, and I enjoyed it more than, I enjoyed it more than Santa Claus 2. Yeah, I disagree yeah, with you. You guys fully. have all had one, so like, chill out for a second. To, you were supposed to destroy the Santa Claus, not, not join him. him. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie's bad, and, and, and I think bad, you should it's be. A, it's no, a no, terrible no, no, movie. No, 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 I think no, no, no. I think you should be ashamed of what you just said. <laughs> and uh, I think Doge and I are going to have to have a long talk yeah. about whether or not and have our own podcast now. Oh, okay, Green Lantern, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's hey what guys, we just like razz each other. Like that's podcast. what we like. We just like it's our new podcast called Grantern Squad. Grantern Squad. <laughs> they're, they're breaking the chunks. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's finish out talking about Lucy. 
Oh, yes. You mentioned Scott saying, Lucy, you got the warmest hugs. It's almost like magic. <sighs> Which we, we would never think that would come. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, it was Chekhov's hug, 100%. Uh, yep. If you introduce a magic hug in the first <laughs> act, it has to be fired in the third act. Yes. And so, so what happens is at the very end, they freeze Laura and Neil. Mm-hmm. And Santa, Tim Allen is Santa again. And then they're like, Look what I found in the freezer. Look what I found in the pantry. It's Laura and Neil. And they're like, unfreeze him, Jack Frost. And Nobody like, seems overly concerned, by the way. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of like, this oh, stinks. Man. But to be fair, maybe they're like, this can this can be reversed. But they didn't quick. know that. They were it's like, true. And Jack Frost reveals the only way that they can unfreeze yeah, them. Yeah, the too. only way they can unfreeze the, the only way that I can unfreeze them is if I unfreeze myself. And that's and I'll never go. Never do that. What? That's mm-hmm. the crazy. So like so was Jack Frost at one point just regular Martin Short, and then he got froze. Happened to him, and he froze himself. See, well, my thought was like, so that that cocoa machine is just done. Because Jordan loves the cocoa in this movie, and he's like, oh, am I never going to see that again? Because that's a problem. Because it's, like, it's like if everything he freezes stays frozen, that co- it's just it finished. It's over. Most yeah. of the North Pole is done. Yeah. Now, how did they finish making the toys? Well, it's, here's the thing. Here's how they finished making the toys. While Santa was outside on the balcony no time passes while he's outside no. on the balcony so they've got realistically about 10 minutes in which mother <laughs> less Na- it has to be less mother nature and the super friends come alongside the elves per charlie's invitation per charlie's invitation how did charlie reach out to them how did he, he know did again? he pull another tooth <laughs> yeah i think that he should have done that at the end and be like <laughs> he's missing another tooth all it takes is his girlfriend <laughs> left him because of that <laughs> that's why he's not snowboarding in colorado one regular human child a few magic people and all of the elves do Christmas without Santa Claus. Easily, too. Easily. And also, let's address one more thing. This entire movie takes the entire movie, except for the first, the like, bookend, like the flashbacks. The, except for the yeah, bookends, yeah. is one day. Yep. Yeah. It's true. The punishment yep. of Jack Frost, the flashback sequence, going to get the in laws, everybody coming, people getting frozen, fixing it, solving it, going, delivering, ending the movie, all Christmas Eve. One day. I think if I am ever given like a terminal sentence where a doctor's like, you have three months to live every day for those three months, I'm going to watch the Santa Claus three because it extends. time. This is a 90 minute movie and it felt like it was six hours long. It's very true. It was horrible. So you can live an entire lifetime in three months of Santa Claus. <laughs> if you, theoretically, if you just watch Santa Claus three, you'll never die on repeat. You will live forever. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. The only escape clause from watching Santa Claus three is wishing that you had never seen you Santa Claus the, three. You hold the DVD and say, I wish I'd never seen this movie at, <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, so let's go back. They freeze Laura and Neil. Yeah, yeah. Right. Say the only way that we can unfreeze them is if I unfreeze, Jack Frost speaking. And I'll never And I'll do that. never do that. And then Santa thinks for a second, looks at Lucy and says something like, Do you think it'll work? No, 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 no. You think, no. He like, literally only it. says, You can do it, Lucy. Lucy? Yeah. And, and she, then she goes, she, Do you think it'll work? And I thought, Oh crap, she's one of these mythological creatures because she has Santa DNA. And then I she thought, doesn't, but she though. doesn't. That's she my next thought, though. though. My next thought was like, oh, wait, no, she, she can't. Because he's she's not actually her uncle. I know. He is her well, mother's ex-husband. It's Based true. on the track record of this series of movies, I was almost positive that Lucy was going to pull out some piano wire, kick his knees back and strangle him to death in the middle of the floor <laughs> because he's murder like, is fine here. We killed Bernard. Honestly, we killed Santa one. We killed Mrs. Claus one. What he should have done is said, elves. 
do what you did to Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and they just, <laughs> and they become the gremlins. And they they're like, what should have done is whip out an army of those giant toy soldiers from Santa Claus. No, 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 no. We, the, but here's the thing. Those are, those, those are just gone. Oh yeah, you're right. They're gone. No, no, but like, just and also gone. the the growing and shrinking machine is just, just gone. gone. It's gone. It's Shrink Jack Frost. But so then Lucy goes up to Jack Frost and gives him a hug, and he's like, "What are you? What are you? No, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I feel so warm inside." And she goes, "I'm warming your heart," which was adorable. Mm. Yeah. I don't care what you say; it was adorable. Side note: the actress that plays Lucy is our age, right now. Yes. What? Yep. Dang. I remember as a child being like, that's a baby. <laughs> but like she is, she is a month younger than me. Wow. So she's older than me. Yeah. Big fan of the show. <laughs> Lucy, if you're listening, you want to be a guest star. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think, so let me, let me talk about Lucy because, so it made no sense that she had this. Well, she even says the word magic magical hugs. Yeah. She even, she yeah, yeah. says the Her word that makes no hugs. sense. Here's the thing. Santa Claus an incomprehensibly magical being says to his ex-wife's daughter, your hugs are so warm. It's almost like magic. Her hugs are literally actual magic, literally actual magic. But not only are they actual magic, they both seemed to have some sort of knowledge that her hugs were magic. magic. There was no like, there was no like, because the snow globe had a snowman. Let's see what happens. Like, Mm. That's no, it makes sense now to me. <laughs> this, no, I get it. I get it. Lucy's, Lucy's magic hugs are my super dump for this movie. Yeah. That is hands down the it, very worst thing I, about I the entire it. month of December. Lucy's magic hugs is actually my favorite indie band, though, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I want to, I want to stay on Lucy for a second because yep. here's something that is my super dump. Okay. So they go to the North pole and Tim Allen is regular Tim Allen. He's no longer Santa. He goes to the North pole, which, uh, uh, Jack, Jack Frost, Frost has completely changed and made it a place where people can come and tour. And he runs into Neil and Lucy. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're different. They're different people right. because they're not the Lucy and Neil that he knows. Right. He talks to Neil about why did, why did you leave Which I have Laura? a huge problem with. Because yes. them and Laura di- divorced. But well, let, me, let me stay on Lucy for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Lucy's like, he's like, hey, Lucy. And she's like, who are you? Like, get out my face. Get in my face, Uncle Scott. And she's like, I want to go on the ride. She calls him Mr. Calvin. Yeah. Which she, is a far more appropriate name for him. Sure. She's she's a jerk. Yeah. And we have that thought of like, oh, this is what Lucy would be like if, it, if she didn't have the influence of Santa. But then. But, <laughs> but then they team. Then he goes like, hey, can you do something for me? And she's like, I think I can. Yeah. And she becomes sweet again. Yeah. So they completely disregard this narrative that like Lucy's a jerk without well, his influence. But. At the very end, like, I guess she's going to be You want to talk about disregarding a narrative? Yeah, talk to me. When Neil says, we divorced because Charlie didn't want me to be his dad. He wanted you to be his dad. And I felt like I was stepping in. That's not the plot of the first movie at all. No. The plot of the first movie is about a dad trying to be the dad of his son, who honestly kind of is vibing more with his stepdad. Charlie didn't want him to be his dad. Like, Like, he was super into Neil being his stepdad in the first movie. And that's what makes the first movie so cool is it's not like abandoned Neil come with me. It's like, Hey, Neil can also be your stepdad yeah, figure, but like, dad, I yeah. want to be your dad yeah, still yeah. too. Cause I love you. It and like in that, that scene. That yeah, man. Yeah. And Laura might as well have been like, I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> Smoothie. <laughs> she goes, Laura, huh? <laughs> yeah. And that's a name I've not heard in a long time. This yeah, movie she, gives Santa Claus so much credit. He single handedly saved his ex-wife's second marriage, kept Charlie from becoming a punk. He single-handedly kept Lucy from being a punk for his ex-wife a bit. and her husband's daughter yeah. from being horrible. Yeah, 
He, I mean, it's unbelievable. But to be fair, he's Tim kept, Allen. He's Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> he kept Carol Newman from getting burned out at her at his son's high school. No, she didn't get burned out. She just ran out of kids to, lives to destroy. That's what Laura says. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm I'm honestly disappointed that they didn't show Laura in the or uh, they didn't show Carol, Carol in the flashback. Exactly. I think I think they should have shown Carol like unhappily married to somebody or something like that. That but honestly, been, I think he should have shown nothing. he beats the crap out of that. Well, <laughs> out of that should have been and murders him because that's the theme <laughs> that of these movies. That should have been the emotional heart of that flashback scene. If we want to include that flashback, it should be about him trying to connect with Carol because that's the thing. He can't connect with Carol at the North Pole as Santa. Um, and he, he says it's because all this stuff is in the way. And so now we flash back. That stuff is no longer there. So he should be free to connect yeah. with Carol well, and fall in love with her. But again. That, that's what they imply happened. But it, it does because he literally didn't there. Well, his, but when he comes emotional. back, he literally says, when he comes back to the present, he, remember, he's been gone for six minutes. Yeah, yeah. And when he comes back, he goes, no, 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 Carol, I'm back. I'm back. I've missed you so much. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been so much more powerful. I missed you so much if she had been married to somebody else or like completely well, closed. And, and she says, I missed you too. And it's like, hey, Carol, you're married to Santa. Like, he's in the busy season. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like definitely, like, he can probably work on some stuff. But, like, you knew this. They gave <laughs> yeah. Carol virtually nothing to do in this movie except complain. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't seem like a real character. She just seems like somebody, an obstacle for Santa to overcome. Well, and she came from, from Santa Claus 2. Like, one of the things I loved about her character in Santa Claus 2 is she was, like, really strong and, like, like kind of like this independent woman who, like, obviously falls in love with Santa and, like, is As very happy. Sure. But, like, ultimately, she was, like, had some backbone and yeah, like yeah, some yeah, sass yeah. and attitude gone. Yeah. Completely gone in this movie. But in the logic of this movie, when you become Mr. And Mrs. Claus, you do become more jolly, but jolly doesn't mean pushover necessarily. Mean yeah. It does for me. So here's the thing. <laughs> Are we ready to move into rating? I, I feel like there's probably something Never, else to take a dump on in this movie. I super pumped yeah. and dumped real quick. Yeah. You super pumped and I, super dumped. I super pumped and dumped. What was your super dump? Super dump was Lucy being a jerk and then five seconds oh, later yeah, right. being the Lucy right, that we all right. know and love. Yeah. All right, guys. That wasn't great. And the, the, every elf that was like doing their job like, uh. and wouldn't the elves remember that that was, I, I thought that was going to be a plot point. But the elves, the elves remember. remember and they're like, hey, Santa, like, how, how are you? Or like, at least, hey, Scott. Yeah. You know, we miss you around here. But it's like, it wipes the, the memories of everybody. Well, I thought the elves were going to like help him revolt against Jack Frost. Yeah. And then it was just like, we're slaves. Okay. This movie sucks. It's bad. And he, he did. I'm glad you love it. It's your favorite movie. It is my favorite movie. And and I I did think it was a little bit of a dump that he clearly had a recording pen and clicked it in front of him. Yeah. So does it have to just be Jack Frost's voice? He's not actually saying it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I didn't understand. It's just that the snow globe hears the voice of the current. I do have, I do have another dump to throw out. Both times that the snow globe thing happens, they're holding on to the person holding the snow globe for so long, and they're just like, "Whoa, whoa!" whoa!" For forever, the blooper of them filming that scene is is very funny. Funny, it's It's very times. There's a a cut of them filming both. And let me end on a positive note. No, you negative Nancys, Uh, because I did really love the scene where. They do go back to when he first became Santa. Oh yeah, and they used the actual clip from the first movie where he was like, "This guy was huge." Yeah, you know yeah. why you loved it? Because I loved the first. Because it was the yeah, first movie. That it's was true. the best minute but and a half of this movie. Because I was watching the. one I was that I a liked. little bit afraid that they would try and just put a wig and makeup on Tim <laughs> Allen and him be like, 
oh, this guy's, yeah. <laughs> and try to deliver the lines. And then Charlie. I was like, then I went to kind of hoping that they would do that. So then I could get a 18 year old Charlie be like, dad, you gotta see this. <laughs> With his Stephanie Tanner face. <laughs> so yeah, I guess. Rate it. Moving to ratings? Yes. So uh, here at Two Chunks and a Hunk, we've come up with a flawless rating system, one that we're very proud of called the uh, Scientific Cinema Scale. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to walk you through that right now before we throw out our rating for this movie. So the best thing that we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. Uh, After that, the next best thing we can say is buy it. Buy it. You know, own own it. Make make sure you have it. Um, The next best thing after that that we can say is rent it. You know, toss a couple bucks, watch it forget it you know that kind of thing um right underneath that we've got something we like to call stream it now stream it means if you don't own it but you pay for subscription services that have it go ahead and watch Watch it it. don't spend extra money do not spend extra money but uh you can go ahead and watch it if it's on the streaming service underneath that is a a subcategory we call forget it this is for movies that you're better off if you just pretend they didn't exist and then lastly the worst thing that we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'll go first. All right. God hath forsaken us. <laughs> oh, okay. Is, is that your first one that you've given up? First, this is the first ever God hath forsaken us on the show. No, I it's not. No. I gave Suicide Squad a God hath forsaken us. And I, did I don't. Too. I don't no. remember that. No. I loved that movie. Um, God hath forsaken us. Ooh. This movie is hands down the very worst movie that we've watched for this podcast. Hands down the very worst movie that I've watched this year. Yeah. Hands down, the very worst movie that I've watched this decade. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a terrible, terrible movie. Don't hold back now. There you go. <laughs> I'll go next. Because, simply because of the fact that this is worse than the other worst movie. Which was? Suicide Squad. I hate Suicide Squad, and no this was way. worse than Suicide That's Squad. A masterpiece. And so, <laughs> for that reason alone, but for a billion other reasons as well, I'm giving this an easy God hath forsaken us. So easy. This is this this movie truly would have been better to have never been made in the first place. Yeah. I'm struggling because between like buy it and (laughs) gosh, I think uh, I'm going to give it a forget it because I think you should definitely forget this movie. I think the movie is awful. (laughs) Although I did enjoy it more than Santa Claus two. It is a clearly worse movie than Santa Claus two. Sure. I just enjoyed it better because (laughs) I I came in with the expectations so low. That's funny. Um, but I, yeah, I think you should totally forget it. Um, I, I would rather watch this than suicide squad though. That's personally a hundred percent. I would be like, come on, Jack Frost. (laughs) So I'll give it, forget it. I don't really have any final thoughts other than hashtag bring back Bernard. Bring back Bernard. Bring back Bernard. Um, but please don't like make another Santa yeah. Claus movie. <laughs> hashtag bring back Bernard, but don't make Santa Claus 4, please. <laughs> Just make David David Crumoltz dress up like Bernard, take a picture, and I'm good. That's yeah. all I really need. Let's have a Bernard movie. Ooh, the Bernard Claus. The Bernard Claus where Bernard takes over. I'd got, watch that. He's got just that sounds, crazy long hair with beads. That directed like by a, Seth Rogen, though. That sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> the Bernard Club. No, Bernard takes over. Bernard takes over. Well, it's just Charles in charge, but different. Yeah, I guess. And he Bernard wears sunglasses the whole movie. So uh, before we before we say goodbye, yes. um, we got a couple of shout outs to give. These are people mm. that have uh, hashtagged official chunky on social media. And we want to say thank you by uh, tossing out a shout out to their names. So those people are as follows. We've got one. One from uh, Ben Trotter. Mm. One from Taylor Hohulan. Hohulan. One from Adam Raider. Come on. One from Nick Mulanos. Nick. And then we have a very special thank you yeah. 
to our first ever sponsor of the show, Stephen Baker, <laughs> yeah. who has shouted us out 1.6 billion times. Every single tweet and on by his that Twitter three. is hashtag official chunky. His Twitter name is, really? is at, no. <laughs> okay. His Twitter name is at Stephen the Chunkhead. So uh, we're going to go ahead and bestow Stephen Baker with the title Stephen Chunky Baker. Yep. Mm. Um, chunky on, Baker. Steve. That Chunky Chunky bake. Banker on accident. Chunky Bake. So Stephen Chunk Bake. Uh, we want to say thank you to Stephen Chunky Bake. If you want to get shouted out, just make sure you go on social media and hashtag official chunky. That's C H U N K Y. So, uh, only final thing is, uh, by the time this episode comes out, we will have already. <laughs> gosh. We're, yeah. Well, let me just say this. We're probably not friends when <laughs> yeah, this episode yeah. came out. comes out. Because, comes out I don't know. I think we'll be better friends because I'm going to have to lean on you <laughs> the, guys the, that's to survive. The thing. It's, it's, it's two ends of the spectrum. We're it's either going to be so close and so well bonded, bonded or we're going to hate again. each other. Yeah, so what we're other. saying is by the time this episode comes out on Tuesday, Ugh. we will have already watched Fred Claus <laughs> for 24, for 24 straight, straight hours. hours. Goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, we're so stupid. In that, uh, we're going to be live streaming that. Uh, and we, we, we will we have already live, live streamed it. We did live stream it. I'm telling you about this event that's already over. Yeah. So you know about it. You know what happened. So if you don't. It's almost encouragement for us that when this comes, like, we can do it. Oh, yeah. We Let's take it. a the, moment to congratulate ourselves. On good, job. good job. Hey, on what, what good job on what you did already. Guys. I'm I know so proud of me. I know you're tired. I know you just watched Vincent Vaughn's Christmas extravaganza have you seen for i've never seen fred i've claus. never seen I've watched fred it claus. once and it is awful <laughs> hey, just kidding you guys i have seen fred claus for over 24 hours at this just point finished. yeah no at I this have. point we have good job i wish i'd never seen fred claus <laughs> at all you gotta say it all <laughs> good but, job david good job jordan thanks good job doge so we knew you could do it um I guess the important thing is the next episode that comes the next regular episode that comes out after this one will be our review of not only Fred Claus, the movie, but of our experience watching it for 24 straight We're reviewing hours, Fred Claus and our own event, a very Freddy Claus, but that will be our final episode for 2017. Yeah. And uh, we will be taking a short several week break and then coming back sometime in January, starting with the MCU. Yeah. And we're mm. super excited. We're jumping That's right in. Marvel Cinematic Universe, for those of you not in we're the We're jumping know. in with Iron Man 1, and I'm very excited yes. about it. Mm-hmm. So if you miss our uh, superhero stuff, we're coming right back in. Yeah, we're not going to talk about before. Santa from now on. Wait, I thought <laughs> we're, we're, Santa I thought we're start, starting with Fantastic Four. No, the first don't even one. do it. Because that's, that's part of the MCU. That's no, canon. don't it even is. do it. I hate you. So uh, anyway, for Two Chunks and a Hunk, I'm Jordan. Doge. <laughs> David. Bye. (laughs) Hey, the show just ended, so if you're still listening, thanks so much. But also, why are you still here? (laughs) It's over. Go home. But while we have you here, if you want to shout out on our next episode, then post about us on social media. Hashtag official chunky. That's C-H-U-N-K-Y. And with this knowledge, you You too too can fly. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.